Hi, Ed Burdett here. As we finish our weekday readings, I want to briefly say that this podcast is a labor of love that's funded entirely by listener donations. Each day of the week, we offer scripture readings, and every Friday, we include a devotional called Reap, where we read, examine, apply, and pray over a section of scripture. If you find value in what we offer, or if you'd like to help spread Bible resources across the world, would you consider supporting us financially? You can do that by visiting oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully offer their support. Once again, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Thanks for considering, and now for today's reading. Today's reading begins in Leviticus, chapter 14, starting in verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp. The priest shall examine him. Behold, if the plague of leprosy is healed in the leper, then the priest shall command them to take for him who is to be cleansed two living clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. The priest shall command them to kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedar wood, the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. He shall sprinkle on him who is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird go into the open field. He who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes, and shave off all his hair, and bathe himself in water, and he shall be clean. After that he shall come into the camp, but shall dwell outside his tent seven days. It shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows. He shall shave off all his hair. He shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his body in water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without defect, one ewe lamb, a year old without defect, three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering, mixed with oil, and one log of oil. The priest who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed, and those things, before the Lord, at the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall take one of the male lambs, and offer him for a trespass offering with a log of oil, and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering, in the place of the sanctuary. For as the sin offering is the priest's, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall take some of the log of oil, and pour it into the palm of his own left hand, the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. The priest shall put some of the rest of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. 
The priest shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed because of his uncleanness. Afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. Then the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meal offering on the altar. The priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. If he is poor and can't afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a trespass offering to be waived, to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, such as he is able to afford, and the one shall be a sin offering, and the other a burnt offering. On the eighth day he shall bring them for his cleansing to the priest, to the door of the tent of meeting, before the Lord. The priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering, and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. He shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. Then the priest shall put some of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before the Lord. He shall offer one of the turtle doves, or of the young pigeons, whichever he is able to afford, of the kind he is able to afford, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, with the meal offering. The priest shall make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law for him in whom is the plague of leprosy, who is not able to afford the sacrifice for his cleansing. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I give to you for a possession, and I put a spreading mildew in a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, There seems to me to be some sort of plague in the house. The priest shall command that they empty the house, before the priest goes in to examine the plague, that all that is in the house not be made unclean. Afterward the priest shall go in to inspect the house. He shall examine the plague, and behold, if the plague is in the walls of the house with hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, and it appears to be deeper than the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house, and shut up the house seven days. The priest shall come again on the seventh day, and look, if the plague has spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take out the stones in which is the plague, and cast them into an unclean place outside of the city. He shall cause the inside of the house to be scraped all over. They shall pour out the mortar that they scraped off outside of the city into an unclean place. They shall take other stones, and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other mortar, and shall plaster the house. If the plague comes again, and breaks out in the house after he has taken out the stones, and after he has scraped the house, and after it was plastered, then the priest shall come in and look, and behold, if the plague has spread in the house, it is a destructive mildew in the house, it is unclean. He shall break down the house, its stones and its timber, and all the house's mortar, he shall carry them out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening, he who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes, and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. If the priest shall come in and examine it, and behold, the plague hasn't spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. 
To cleanse the house he shall take two birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. He shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. He shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, with the living bird, with the cedar wood, and the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the open field. So shall he make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for any plague of leprosy, and for an itch, and for the destructive mildew of a garment, and for a house, and for a swelling, and for a scab, and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean, and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, starting in verse 30. The apostles gathered themselves together to Jesus, and they told him all things, whatever they had done, and whatever they had taught. He said to them, Come away into a deserted place, and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. They saw them going, and many recognized him, and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. Jesus came out, saw a great multitude, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, This place is deserted, and it is late in the day. Send them away, that they may go into the surrounding country and villages, and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread, and give them something to eat? He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they knew, they said, Five, and two fish. He commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in ranks, by hundreds and by fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves, and he gave to his disciples to set before them, and he divided the two fish amongst them all. They all ate and were filled. They took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces, and also of the fish. Those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he himself sent the multitude away. After he had taken leave of them, he went up the mountain to pray. When evening had come, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them, about the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea, and he would have passed by them. But they, when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke with them, and said to them, Cheer up, it is I, don't be afraid. He got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, and they were very amazed amongst themselves, and marveled, for they hadn't understood about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret, and moored to the shore. When they had come out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him, and ran around that whole region, and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. Wherever he entered, into villages, or into cities, or into the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces, and begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched him were made well. Psalm 40, beginning in verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. 
He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock, and gave me a firm place to stand. He has put a new song in my mouth, even praise to our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, and doesn't respect the proud, nor such as turn away to lies. Many, Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts which are towards us. They can't be declared back to you. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you didn't desire. You have opened my ears. You have not required burnt offering and sin offering. Then I said, Behold, I have come. It is written about me in the book in the scroll. I delight to do your will, my God. Yes, your law is within my heart. I have proclaimed glad news of righteousness in the great assembly. Behold, I will not seal my lips. Lord, you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning in verse 11. The mouth of the righteous is a spring of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all wrongs. Thank you.